Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. According to reporting from Bloomberg, Google is set to launch Daydream Virtual Reality sometime in the coming weeks. They're laying the groundwork for the launch of this virtual reality network. It comes also with the official debut of the Android 7.0 operating system this week. A new report says Google is investing in big and original content to include the launch of its VR platform. We've got more on virtual reality coming up. Right now, Real Reality with Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom with the Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you, Pim Fox. And Alphabet, parent of Google, trading little changed right now, up 13 cents. The stock is at 772.28. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all advancing at or near records. The S&P 500 index up 5 to 21.88. The record there, 2190.15. NASDAQ is at a record right now at 52.63, up four-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up 26, a gain of two-tenths of one percent. Wall Street is looking ahead to Fed Chair Janet Yellen's speech Friday in Jackson Hole, as well as next week's jobs report. Jim Glassman is senior economist at J.P. Morgan Securities. He was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Surveillance. They've been telling you that they understand that the official unemployment rate doesn't capture the whole picture. The fact is, though, we are making progress. And um, that doesn't mean you keep rates at zero forever. That's the problem. Uh, it looks like the labor market is improving slowly. And I think if the Fed can slowly work its way back to normal, we're going to have a very good chance of extending this eight-year expansion into something much longer. The 10-year down 230 seconds, the yield 1.55%. The S&P 500 index advanced after data showed a surge in American new home sales and a slowdown in manufacturing. Best Buy soaring 18.8% after the electronics retailer reported earnings that beat analyst projections. Gold up 270 the ounce, a little change to 1342, a gain of two tenths of one percent. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate up 1.4%, up 64 cents, 48.05 for a barrel of West Texas Intermediate crude. 332 on Wall Street now. Let's take a look at some of the other stories making news. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Jill Schneider. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Hillary Clinton is making some new tax proposals aimed at encouraging investment in small business. Bloomberg's Bob Moon has highlights. Along with a standard deduction for small businesses, Clinton is calling for a quadrupling of the tax deduction for new businesses. The proposals would be paid for with some of the money raised from her previously proposed overhaul of corporate tax laws. She also plans to offer federal incentives to state and local governments that streamline unnecessary licensing and find ways to make it less expensive to create a small business. President Obama got a first-hand look at the damage caused by catastrophic flooding in Louisiana today. Speaking in Baton Rouge, Mr. Obama said he knows how resilient the people of Louisiana are and is confident they will rebuild. 
Today is cheap flight day when peak summer prices traditionally drop from seasonal highs to off-peak lows. Fair Compare CEO Rick Sini says some of the best deals come to travelers with flexible dates. The window of time to shop is right here uh, at the end of August and the first two or three weeks in September. And that's the perfect zone to shop really for the next three or four months of departures. Authorities are asking people in certain areas of Brooklyn and Queens to stay indoors overnight tonight while city health department officials spray pesticides to prevent the West Nile and Zika viruses. Officials say no trace of Zika has been found in any local mosquitoes and the spraying is just a precaution. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Jill Schneider and this is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, S&P 500 index up 5 to 2188, a gain there of three-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Peloton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Virtual reality. What is it and how does it work? And what are Google's plans to dominate this industry? We have Eugene Chung. He is the chief executive and the founder of Penrose Studios. He joins us from San Francisco, home to Bloomberg 960. And he can be followed on Twitter at EYC. Eugene Chung, thanks very much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Can you describe what is virtual reality and how do you put it together? Absolutely. So virtual reality is a revolutionary new technology. It allows uh, a user or a viewer to take a virtual reality head-mounted display. And when that viewer puts it on, they are instantly transported to another world. Uh, it's called presence or the magic of presence, which is that unmistakable feeling that you are someplace else. All right, you're someplace else, but how does it work? I mean, I can imagine, for example, wearing 3D glasses. You know, you've got a red and a green filter. You go into Mm -hmm. the movie theater. That's old hat. This has nothing to do with that. Is that correct? That's absolutely right. This is uh, very different from 3D technologies. Uh, It actually, uh, modern virtual reality has come about um, after the waves of VR that we've had for several decades. So VR was around, you know, 10, 20 years ago. But unfortunately, it was either too expensive and therefore only the military got to use it, or it was uh, cheap, but it wasn't very good. So things like the Nintendo Virtual Boy come to mind. Um, However, with uh, modern virtual reality, the advancement of smartphone screens means that Apple and Samsung spent billions of dollars, and other companies spent billions of dollars making high-resolution, high-refresh-rate screens. And the unintended beneficiary was the virtual reality industry. So now, um, in the last several years, we had a cheap, relatively cheap consumer-made VR that utilizes cell phone screen technology. And you put that, those cell phone screens inside of a head-mounted display. And as you, you look around, the world moves around with you, or at least it seems to. And therefore, you're, the consumer is able to pretend or feel like they're someplace vastly different from where they are now. Well, Eugene, explain then how does Penrose Studios fit into all this? And just by way of background, before founding Penrose Studios, you were the head of film and media at Oculus VR, and that was later acquired by Facebook for $2 billion. Yeah, absolutely right. So uh, Penrose Studios, at Penrose Studios, we're a startup based in San Francisco, and we are dedicated to making high-quality, heartwarming, emotional stories and movies inside of virtual reality. Um, We utilize a real-time engine that allows you to move around a space 
and really explore um, the space. The highest-end VR consumer headsets today allow you to explore a 15-foot by 15-foot space. Um, so we take this technology and we create our own technologies to go build these virtual worlds and the characters as well as the stories within them and, uh, of course, uh, port them onto uh, different uh, VR headsets like the Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, and now Google Daydream. Now, one of the movies that you have made is called The Rose and I. It debuted at the Tribeca Film Festival in 2015, and this is described as the first virtual reality feature movie. Absolutely right. So, you know, The Rose and I was our early attempts at VR storytelling, it, you know, and in many ways it sort of harkens back to the early days of filmmaking, which is 120 years ago. And in many ways we see this as the birth of a brand new artistic medium. And just as cinema came in and, and displaced uh, existing forms of visual audio storytelling in many ways, so theater, opera, uh, it, we believe that VR is this next great wave of artistic storytelling. So, you know, the Alumet, our second piece, uh, is now a 20-minute piece, and it tells a full narrative story, and it's uh, one of the longest VR narratives of its type, um, and we're just starting to scratch the surface and break ground uh, about what this new medium is going to do. If you were going to make a virtual reality movie to be seen on the Daydream virtual reality network of Google, would you have to use 16 cameras? So, you know, there are different ways to get the get content on Daydream. So Google is definitely very focused on its jump camera system, which it, which works well with its Google Daydream system, and that's to create 360 videos. So, you know, if you want to create 360 videos for the platform, the Google jump camera is the way to go. However, Google Daydream is following in the footsteps of many of the sort of major players in VR, so like Facebook Oculus, the Vive, and Samsung with its Gear VR and PlayStation with its own headset. And what it's doing is it's allowing the creation of what's called real-time storytelling and real-time rendering as well. So, you know, in a movie, you have CG animated films, and you also have real films. Um, in VR, what's interesting is that CG animation, or sort of what we call real-time animation, actually works really, really well inside of virtual reality because it allows you to move around in the space and explore the space, um, you know, better than, than other players. So, this new iteration of Google Daydream, what they're updating is they're allowing you to use uh, real-time engines like Unreal Engine and Unity and things like that. Um, and that's actually what we're going to utilize because we believe that it delivers a higher level of immersion. So it's still a film, you know, it's still movies, um, but you're able to utilize a 360 engine, and, uh, and, and that's different from, you know, a 360-degree video. So you have a lot of options, and Google's doing a great job in, in updating the platform for this capability. Thanks for explaining all this. Eugene Chung is the chief executive and the founder of Penrose Studios, joining us from San Francisco, of course, home to Bloomberg 960. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. My co-host Kathleen Hayes on her way to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, for the Federal Reserve's annual symposium. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of investing in silver. Price of silver is up more than 30% so far this year. We've got details on whether that rise will continue.